0: on sales and visibility, with proven mindset hacks, and sneak peeks behind the scenes with what's working right now in the online space and in my business. Ready to make more money with heart? Let's go. Hi, friends. I'm so excited to welcome to the show my friend and also mastermind sister, Susie, who is a business mentor for passive income. So excited for her to share her story and expertise with us. But Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi
1: everyone. My name is Susie and I'm a business mentor for passive income. Specifically, uh, I go hard with Airbnb (laughs) and I help uh, women get their first units and get them up running and profiting even
0: if you don't own property. I love that so much. Okay. So tell me a little bit about how you got started with all this.
1: Well, <laughs> how I got started was a complete um, accident of sort, or maybe maybe it's fate. It probably was fate. <laughs> um, and I was in a completely different business. I was in the restaurant business, and I was just so miserable. I think the passionless life thing was really getting to me. And I knew that I like I needed to do something different, even though um, my family has owned restaurants uh, my entire life. And so I was actually looking for a restaurant in this period of time to buy. However, deep down, I really didn't want one. So I was not finding one for like two years straight. Um, It was also this big Amazon boom in Seattle where I was living. And so everything was just very, very difficult at that time. But I think really what it was, was my mind blocking it. So after two years of looking for a restaurant and waitressing and bartending and doing all the things um, in the in the in between, one day I just like got so tired and needed a change, started listening to a podcast that, you know, was self-development. And one day I just knew intuitively that I had to quit the restaurant business and move in a different direction, even though I didn't know what that was going to be. So to make a long story short, I quit all of my restaurant jobs uh, in one week and had a little bit of money in savings and decided that I was just going to start researching uh, or like going in the direction of the things that I was passionate about. And so I quit my jobs, but before I went quote unquote hard with that, (laughs) I needed a little trip to Bali. So I was like, I'm gonna go to Bali and then I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna get to business. And so I went to Bali and that is actually where I found my answer, which was uh, at a cooking class. I sat next to this older couple and they were traveling the world. And of course I was like, "Uh, that's exactly what I wanna be doing. And so I had no shame and I was like, how are you guys doing this? (laughs) How are you making money? Or what did you do in your life to make money? And they said a lot of things, but we basically live off of a a short-term rental property in Hawaii. We live in the property three months a year, and then we uh, rent it on Airbnb for the other nine months, and we make $210,000 a year. And back then, five years ago, $210,000 a year was about $22 million to me now, (laughs) so uh, I I spent the rest of the cooking class like questioning them about everything, and then you know finished my vacation. And when I came home, you know it was time to pay bills, and I was like, should I do that Airbnb thing? And I had used Airbnb before it was, it was very new back then. Like when I started this, like lots of people didn't know about it or whatever. And I had used it before I knew how it went. And so when the end of the month came and I, all the bills came out, I was like, oh crap, <laughs> like I need to make money. So I threw my little studio apartment in downtown Seattle up on Airbnb and it booked out and I made like $600 or something crazy on that weekend. And then I did it again, like a week later, I think it was like five days for 800. And I was like, how am I making money without doing anything? This is insane. And I literally moved out of that apartment straight into my parents' house and uh, put that unit up full time and replaced my income. I made like $50,000 that year on that studio apartment and it just spiraled into you know, eight more properties and teach helping other women and other people, I should say, uh, teaching them the exact same thing.
0: I love that so much. Thank you for sharing that story, Susie. Yeah. Okay. Take me back to, I love all of that, but I was especially captivated by that first part when you were saying like that moment, when you felt like, you know, the restaurant industry, like that, like, I feel like a lot of us, you know, have those moments. I know for me, I have several of those moments, but one of those moments was when I, you know, was visiting my parents in San Diego and I felt like I was supposed to stay and I canceled my plane tickets back to Reading, mm. you know, but there are some of the, and I, like, I'm just so fascinated in those moments. Cause for mm. me, I'm someone that sometimes I feel like I have a hard time making decisions or I have a hard time overthinking. And yet there are these distinct periods in my life where I felt like it absolutely was not hard for me to make the, like, it just felt right. And it, you know, people look on the outside and say like, Oh, that must've been so hard, but like what to maybe share some of your thoughts or experiences around maybe some of those more bigger decisions that you made. Yeah. I
1: mean, if I, if I knew then what I know now, I would be listening to my intuition a lot harder back then. And I, I just didn't even know what I knew what the word intuition meant, but I didn't really understand that it's an actual guidance system. (laughs) I had no idea until I, you know, basically couldn't take it anymore. I was ready to literally choke my boss because this person that was younger than me was trying to order me around. And it's kind of like life made me look at it and my intuition was of course screaming and also I still wouldn't look at it so then life like made me look at it and I was so miserable that I had to quit but from that one intuitive decision that led to basically a whole new life now I make all of my decisions from just how it feels in my body and what my intuition says. And, and trust me, it's like so much more lucrative to do that <laughs> yes. because we, we know, we know the answer.
0: Oh, let's talk about that for a minute. Is that okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause I feel like, especially like probably people listening to this podcast, right. There might be some people that are like in the middle of a big decision, whether it's quitting their job or whether it's, they have a business and they're thinking about pivoting in their business. Right. Right tell me a little bit more about maybe what are some intuitive decisions right now in your life that you're working on and what, like, how does that practically look like you tapping into and tuning into and making decisions by intuition?
1: Well, I mean, even from, okay, from back then it was like, I'm not happy doing this. Let's do something else. What I want it to look like is a lot less work for a lot more money. <laughs> and I literally mm-hmm. thought that I literally thought that. And I think I manifested Airbnb because that's exactly what Airbnb is. Yes. And once I started Airbnb, I started, you know, of course, listening to more podcasts that led me to uh, a online marketing podcast. And as soon as I started listening to it, I was like, Oh my god, this sounds something like something I would love. I don't really know if it's for me because how can I do that? Like how could I actually make that work? And so once I started learning about online marketing more, I was like, yes, this is for me because it just felt right. So then I moved in that direction. Then I was doing online coaching and when Airbnb like kind of came back into my life like to teach it, I just had a decision there and it was like, I, I think that I want to do Airbnb. I think that feels better than, you know, the other thing that I was doing. So then I pivoted again, just from the way it felt. And then that blew up for me. And now I do the same thing all the time. It's like, whether it's in business or we were just talking about where I, uh, you know, where I, am living or what I am doing. It's always really like, okay, how do I feel about this? What do I really want? What is the, what is how actually what feelings do I want to feel? And why would I not do the thing that feels good and makes sense in my mind? It's usually fear or it's like, I'm scared that a program's not going to fill out or anything like that. And then now I can sit with that and just be like, and if it doesn't, is that okay? Mm-hmm. And I can, I can be with that. And I I just say, yes, it's okay. And now I do it anyways. And nine, well, 10 times out of 10, it always works. It always fills out It always whatever. So I think it's really like if you're if you're feeling called to go in a different direction or pick a different niche or even start your business altogether, it's like, think about why you want to do it and what part of you doesn't want to do it. And if it's like the fear or the ego, like pulling you away from that intuition, that's what you got to kind of identify.
0: I love that. I mean, I feel like you gave us like a baby manifesting course, right? I love how you said, like, <laughs> yep. how do I feel? What do I want? Right. That's the clarity. I love that yep. you said, why would I not do the thing that feels good? Right. That's like clearing yep. the fears. And I also love that piece of detachment that you phrased as, and if it doesn't happen, am I okay? Right. Yeah. Yep. Like you're welcome podcast listeners for that baby manifesting course. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, like honestly, that's that's really what it is when it comes down to it. And where things go wrong is when we get too on our head about it, or we're too scared to sit with. Well, what if it doesn't book? Like, well, what if it doesn't? What, what if you don't fill something out? Then you just like literally don't fill something out. <laughs>
0: like, yes. and and what? <laughs> yeah, tell me like tell me about a time when you felt like in any of the things you've wanted in your life or business that tell me about a time when you got stuck in your head
1: um i mean many times <laughs> but before i launched my airbnb course i was really only doing one-on-one coaching for online businesses and airbnb and this was this was a course and so it just was different it felt different and it's not different but it felt different it felt like i had to like you know, be bigger and, and be louder and all that stuff. And that kind of scared me. So I would just like spiral into what if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? Oh my God, if it doesn't work. And I remember, you know, we have the same coach. So I was, I was, I was like, lazy. Okay, fine. My goal will be to sell one, um, one course. And she was like, excuse me. <laughs> You like I don't I mean that's that's fine and everything but like you're not doing all this work to sell one course and I was like but I'm just so scared no what if nobody buys it and I I remember in that time I spiraled and then came a moment where I was like I'm either on board or I'm not mm-hmm. and from from that decision to be on board or not, I just committed to doing all the social media posts that I needed to do and all the work that needed to be done behind it and all of that kind of stuff. And that launch was basically what taught me that, like when you can get on board, everything goes smoothly because you're taking all the action and you're thinking about, you know, how, how great you're going to do and everything like moves in alignment. Whereas if you're not on board and you're totally scared and you're totally in your head, then it's almost like putting a wall of resistance on, on that. So it, it just makes everything 10 times harder.
0: It's so true. I love that you said that, right? Like when we are fully on board with our dream, when with our vision, when we're fully bought in, one of my favorite affirmations at the start of my business was my success is inevitable. Right. Like, duh. Like, I remember even like telling Lacey very early on, like, as I was like figuring out my business niche, like, I don't even know what business I'm going to have. I don't even know what it's going to look like, but I know I'm going to be successful. I don't want to make a F ton of money. Right. And like, for some people that might sound egotistical, but for me, it was just me being locked in on like, I know it's not going to be cute. I know it's going to be messy, but at the end, I know I'm going to get what I want. And I think that's what helped me get there so fast is I was, like you said, like locked in on, like, I was on board with myself, right? And you hired a coach before you even knew? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I, I mean, mean, I had like done some dabbling, but I definitely yeah. was not making like a ton of money. You know what I mean? Okay. I see. So you kind of like had an idea, but you weren't really sure what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is mm-hmm. there in, like that, four different things?
1: That, that, that like hiring of the co- coach is like yeah. what basically you're, you're telling yourself, oh, well, we're doing this. Like this is yeah. happening.
0: Yeah. You're right there is so much in that decision whether it's like investing right even yep. think about with the airbnb stuff like buying yep. a property or you yep. know the method you like we it's almost like we have to have the faith we have to have that belief and start acting on it whether it's with our money our time our energy yep. our resources that has to come before the evidence, which is a little bit sucky in that, like, sometimes we want to know that we won't fail. Right. But a lot of times I think it's like beautiful that like God designed the world that way, because I think it really makes us be bolder and like expose ourselves, Right.
1: Yeah. And I would go as far as to say, I think belief is like part of the equation of getting what you want. Like, if you don't have that belief, like, I've never met anyone that didn't believe what they, something that they got, (laughs) you know, so it's like, you have to have it, you have to get on board with yourself, you have to make um, decisions that are in alignment with the thing that you want. And when you do that, even when you're scared, even when you're not even sure if it's going to work, but when you do that, you would be shocked at the results.
0: It's so true. What are some of the things that you're wanting next in your life or your business that you're using your manifestation powers towards? (laughs) Yeah. Like, okay. So, um,
1: right in this moment, I am launching a, a retreat in Greece. So I've never launched. Well, okay. That's a lie. I launched a retreat, but I launched it with another person. So this is like my first solo retreat and just because I have a successful business and, you know, have done a bunch of offerings that have worked doesn't mean that now I'm just like, everything works. It's all good. Like I I'm just so, so, so confident. I, I don't know, like maybe it'll go away (laughs) sometime, but it still shows up. Like I'm about to launch this retreat. Is anyone even going to really buy it? Is anyone going to want to come? Like all that kind of stuff, even when all the evidence is there. So if you don't
0: have evidence yet and you feel like that, just know when you have evidence, you're still going to feel like that. (laughs) Uh, I am so glad you said that Susie, because I know for me, like every time I launch something, especially if it's something brand new, I absolutely feel that way. I'm like, who's going to want to Buy this thing. Like, am I crazy for launching? You know what? I, still, I love that you said that because I think for us, the reason why it doesn't bother us so much is we know that's normal, right? We're like, oh yeah, yeah here's that thing again. I'm feeling unqualified. But I think yeah. at the start, when you're not around mastermind, mastermind yeah. sisters, right, you're yeah. like, I that must mean it's not going to work, right? 100. Actually, I think that's what joining our mastermind. I think that's what helped me the
1: most. I was seeing women that were much more successful than me having the same issues. And
0: I was like, cool. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, it. it doesn't go away just because you're making yes. millions of dollars. Yes. You're still having mindset issues, right? Literally millions and still having mindset issues. Yes. And it's so permission giving because you're like, oh, that makes sense. I don't make, now I just deal with the mindset stuff instead of making myself wrong for having the fears,
1: right? 100%. Like, you know, it's all in our head. In fact, I was just talking to my girlfriend about my Greece retreat and I was like, I don't know, what if it doesn't fill out and she was like, "Okay, let me just stop you there. Everything you do fills out." And I was like, "Does it?" <laughs> like <laughs> I had to I had to think about that. Like, I don't know, does it? Like and so that just saying that, like I'm saying that because you have to realize that all of our minds play tricks on us. All yes. of us. Like, yeah. do I think I can do it? Absolutely. Yeah. It probably will fill out. Do I have that mindset block? 100%. <laughs> but I'm going to
0: do it anyway. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's just so interesting because I think there's this like side of our, you know, we have like these sides of us, right? The side of us that like no like is deeply rooted in the fact that something will sell out, but then also there's this other side of us that never really goes away that's like are you sure or what if this happens or what what do you think is your relationship to that fear side or that side that like wants to keep us safer smaller?
1: Um, yeah, that's a great question. I, I don't like villainize it anymore. I just realized that it's a part of me that will literally never go away (laughs) that is trying to protect me from probably disappointment or, you know, some emotion close to disappointment and is saying like, or it's like protecting me for the, from the unknown. If I do fill it out and I make all this money and who am I going to be then? And that's different and that's uncomfortable. And so it's kind of like just, it's just a protection mechanism. And when you can really embrace that, it's not so, you, you don't have to be so resistant to it. You can just like befriend it and get to know it and listen to its messages. And then it's, you know, it's not so
0: amplified in your life. Yeah, so good. Do you think that that voice ever has any validity? Or do you think I'm just genuinely asking? Or do you think it is complete lies? No, I think it I think it has validity. I think, it. you know,
1: we live in a um, well, two things like sometimes the voice is obnoxious. So it's like, don't make a million dollars because that doesn't feel safe. And you're like, excuse me, (laughs) what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Okay. But maybe it's from a pattern from the past where, you know, we had a certain, we lived in a certain range of money and maybe having more money meant actually like, it would be bad. Like maybe somebody would be jealous of you or, you know, I don't know, some sort of dynamic in, in your family or around you. It it actually might mean like somebody's going to like, you know, be mad at you or something. And so that pattern still lives with us and comes out in different ways. And so half of it, I think is bullshit. Half of it is patterns from the past that our brain is trying to keep us, you know, In in the range of, and half of it is just like obnoxious fears.
0: So, so do you think that none of it? I mean, I've never really liked that about this way before. But do you think, like it's like, do you think any of it's helpful, or do you think none of it's helpful? Uh, I I almost think it doesn't
1: even matter what we think about it because it just is. Yeah. So if we don't start at least hearing what it has to say and maybe some of it is helpful. We just, you know, maybe usually not, but maybe some parts of it are helpful like not not jumping off a cliff in the water that you yes. could get killed. Yes. <laughs> but but also most of it is not, but again, like the 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 key is not to just like, you know, I don't have fear, I'm not going to have fear, no fear yeah. like No, we have fear. And it's all about just hearing what it has to say. And then it just, it it loosens, it it weakens, it it softens or whatever, whatever. And so listen to it, regardless of what you think about it, you gotta listen to it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I totally agree. I like in my like daily check-in, I like write out my fears and stuff like that. And I think a lot of people react to that, like, well, why would you give energy or attention to your fears? Like, will that make them bigger? But I think for me, it actually makes it smaller when it's like, I have space yeah. for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like yeah. dwelling on it all day long, but I think like you said, like when we give it space, it doesn't throw as much of a tantrum because it knows yeah. it has like a voice with us. 100%, that's it. So interesting. Yep. Um, what do you feel like you're learning right now in life and business? Like what are those biggest lessons?
1: I think the, I think the main thing is, kind of what we're talking about it's like really becoming fully fully aware it's it's so crazy because when I started this whole entrepreneurial journey I never really truly realized or understood that what I would be doing is just like you know, refining a process of like getting more and more and more aware of what I do, why I do it, what's going on in my brain. (laughs) And so um, I'm really listening and trying to be super duper present when, you know, some of my my bad habits kick in or the thoughts come up or, you know, any of that kind of stuff. So it's like next level awareness and presence Mm -hmm. around my own patterns and, The the different ways that I like still to this day limit myself or sabotage myself or when I'm trying to make more money, like so many things come up, patterns come up and really identifying them is like super empowering and, you know, changes them kind of in real time. Mm -hmm. So I am working on my making more money, but not just for the sake of making more money, kind of like trying to understand why it's so scary for me. Mm -hmm. And in that process, like I learned so much about me and my boundaries and my, you know, the ways in which I want to take care of myself better that I don't even know exist.
0: Yes. (laughs) It is so true. Like as we make more money, it is really this means of refinement if we allow yep. it to be Yeah. When, when you work with your clients around money mindset stuff, like what do you feel like are some of their biggest blocks or hurdles to making more money?
1: Um, it's typically this stuff where, you know, there's, there's patterns or there's like family things that come in, mm-hmm. you know, to play dynamics I have one client that, um, and this is probably like very, very common, but I have one client that is like super scared to like out earn her father and what, what does that mean? And will he still love her and you know, all of that kind of stuff. So when that comes up, it's usually really apparent because the client or me will get to a certain point, and then it's like just so hard to get above it, or yeah. they stop being consistent, or you know they sabotage in some form. So it's really about like watching what's happening without judgment or shame, and just just thinking like just seeing the pattern. Okay. I'm getting to 10 K months. And then it's really hard for, for me to go above that. You're not dumb. You're not a loser. You're, you're not bad at business. It's probably a pattern from the past or something yeah. like that to, to take a look at, you know, to take a look at. And That's so awesome. when we can do that, when we can stop doing that crap to ourselves, like we are stupid, we are dumb Like we just can't make more like those are the actual limitations that we're like just, you know, making things mean something. Instead, I just try to get really, really like neutral about it and just observe. And again, with the awareness, like just watch what is happening. How am I do? How am I limiting? What am I doing? And of course, the same with all of my clients.
0: I love that so much. Just that like gentle awareness, right? I do think you're right. Like, cause at the end of the day it often does come back to like either a fear of losing safety, a fear of losing mm-hmm. love, right? Cause yeah. I think as like humans, we need that to survive. Like we need to be safe. We need to be loved and connected to the world. Yeah. So I think when it, in our minds subconsciously when we think that earning more is gonna remove one of those things from us of course yeah. we would play it small, right?
1: Absolutely. And I I think people don't really understand that like that past, you know, our past is absolutely fully present in our body until we acknowledge the things that are happening or process something so that it can be on its way. And so I think those are just kind of like the body being like, hey, like you still have something around safety or you still have something around money. And can you please look at this? here I am. And so those that can look at it usually win.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's so true. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think like it, whether I, like, I think about just the different things I've like tried to go after in my life, whether it's love, right. Whether mm-hmm. it's like body stuff, whether it's money, yeah. like the good and the bad is that like, it's all the same shit, right. Like yeah. it's all like the same, like for me, yeah. I have like a lot of like safety stuff that comes up, right. Because of some unfortunate things that happened to me in like my partnership. Right. But I think I see like, you know, it is God's way for me of like, really forcing me to heal and look at some stuff, no matter what I'm trying to get at in my life or my business, right? I'm turned back to healing some of this stuff. And as I heal it, it helps me in all the areas, right? Like that is 100% it so annoying So (laughs) annoying and so good. But the good news is it means that no matter what we're going after in our life, we have the opportunity to like heal the pattern,
1: right? 100%. Yep. I think that's the point of life. Heal Heal the patterns and move on and have a good, happy life. Like that's, that's the whole point. Oh, tell me more. (laughs) well I think a lot of things for me personally like just coming from my background of like my parents like not really happy you know they they just live in their emotional state of less than happy some less more more miserable than others (laughs) and and growing up with that it kind of makes you feel like you have to stay there so when it's all said and done it's like I'm actually healing myself to just become happier. And when you're happier, you just attract all the things and all the money. And it's actually a frequency and a vibration. So it's like, actually, that is what it is. So the goal is not to be the richest person. The goal is to be the happiest person. And then the riches come with that.
0: Oh my, I mean, it's so true. Right. And for it those is. of you are listening that like, they, like, I feel like if I were to listen to this five years ago, this would like irritate the F out <laughs> of me. You know what I mean? I'd be <laughs> like, whoa, what? Like, but I, cause I think when you're in a place of survival, maybe you're listening to this podcast yeah. right now and you're in a situation where you don't have enough money. Maybe you're in a, a relationship where you're not feeling loved and safe. Right. Yeah. And I think like when I've been in both of those situations before, honestly, where I was in survival mode and I just needed. I I didn't know how to get out. Right. And so I just want to say to you, if you're in that boat, Susan, I love you so much. Right. And we are trusting that like the money is important, right? Like you deserve to have money. You deserve to be safe. But what we want to say to you is there's something beyond that you deserve to. Yeah. And what are your thoughts on that Susie? Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. Like I
1: totally understand it. If I heard that five years ago, I'd be like, F you, F you right now. <laughs> but I guess what I didn't understand back then is I thought that was the goal, but mm-hmm. it, it really, it, 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 and I'm not saying a lot of money isn't the goal, but I'm saying now that I know what I know about, um, really just becoming the best version of myself, it really does come down to happiness. When I feel even an ounce happier than the day before, more money comes. And it's like money, money is an energy that is attracted to Mm. these really high emotional states. So Mm. if you're in a a relationship or even a friendship that makes you feel like crap every day, please know that that is affecting your money. That wow. Is, wow wow it's it so, is. okay
0: say it again say it someone needs to hear that say it again
1: <laughs> when you're in a partnership or a relationship that is less than desirable it 100 is affecting your mind and your mind is the thing that is pulling in or like ref, or um
0: Deflecting. What's that word? Yes. Deflecting Ref- Reflecting. Yeah. 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 Locking. Locking. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I think that's so good because I think like on a practical level, right? Like I think it is useful to see like, oh, these you know, this relationship or this friendship or this coach or this, it's okay. And it's safe for me to end the things in my life that are blocking me from happiness that are blocking me from energetic positivity. How would you say it?
1: Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. It's like the, it's your energy. That's actually getting you all of the, the rewards in life. So if like you have a toxic, best friend or something that always does pull some shit and then you feel like crap for three days. Well, guess what? Like that, that brings your energetic level down. And, you know, like you, you, you basically attract your energy level to you on all fronts, like men or women, friends, money, opportunities, synchronicities, like it, There, it is attracted to you and who you're being and your energetic level. And so when we can clear those things out, like you will be shocked at how the riches roll right on in. And the riches could look like opportunities, like immediate opportunities or immediate clients
0: in your inbox when you pick you. Right? (laughs) (laughs) My job. It's so true. And I think sometimes, kind of like we were talking about with the job quitting thing, sometimes I think we have to release and clear. We want the new best friend to come in before we let go of the old best friend. Yep, but what yep. I've seen time and time again is usually the universe requires us to in faith, let go and release the things yep. that are not serving us. And then we have to sit in the void and the discomfort and yep. trust that the new thing is going to come in. Right. And I think yep. a lot of what keeps us from setting the boundary from letting go. I know for me was believing that I was worth like, like I, my, my therapy job is great. Like, am I being spoiled to quit it and want something more? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and so let's, can we do Something experiential. Is that okay? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So let's, uh, Susie and I, if you're listening to this, I just feel called to like, let's share some affirmations over you. Cause I think a lot of this is like worthiness stuff, feeling bad yeah. about wanting or deserving. And so we're just going to speak some affirmations over you as you're listening to this, wherever you're at, in your car, doing the dishes of what you are worthy and deserving of in your life, especially if you are in a community or friend circle where your friends aren't super ambitious. Or for me, my parents weren't entrepreneurs. You know, yeah, yeah. so the first thing I want to say to you is you deserve, um, you deserve happiness. Like you deserve, you know, even if you grew up in a house where you feel like, you know, it was survival, like you deserve another level of happiness. What else would you say our the listeners deserve?
1: I would say you deserve to have a passion filled or purposeful life. <sighs> Yeah, I
0: love that. I would also say you deserve to be in girl friendships that like light you up and inspire you. Yeah, definitely that you
1: deserve to have romantic relationships that light you up and make you feel good every day.
0: Uh, okay. That's good. I would say you deserve a team. If you have a business where you feel so supported, whether it's your coach or your VA, like the pinch me, like, I can't believe these humans that are making my life easier. Oh,
1: I love that. <laughs> um, you, you deserve to hit your first 10, 20 K month, wherever you are and feel very safe in doing that and continue to grow from there.
0: Oh, I love that. I would say too, you deserve to live in a house, in a city that you feel confident, comfortable, excited about. Ooh, I like that. That's for me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Anything else?
1: Um, Probably everything. Um, I think, I think I'm just going to re- um, just mirror what you said at first and just say like, really, like really, if you're listening to this, you really, really deserve to be happy. Yes. Like just being happy literally changes the game. Yes.
0: And if you're listening to this and you're like, how do I know if I'm happy or not? You're probably not happy. And so it's like not making it wrong. Right. But, But believing and knowing like, It's safe for me to go after whatever I need to, whatever shifts I need to happen in my life. One thing I will not compromise on is my peace, my happiness, my groundedness, that inner, like, what would you say? Like, what color or sensation do you feel like you have when you're peaceful, grounded, happy Susie?
1: What color? Um, Probably,
0: I don't know why, but purple just came into Mm. my mind. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. For me, I think like when I'm happy, I feel like almost like a blue, like, cause for Mm. me, like, I think like ocean Uh, is so grounding. And so I think I just feel like time stops a little bit like post-sex bliss. Like I just, but like in regular life, you know, it just feels like that grounded happiness spot. And I think for a lot of years, I didn't know I could access that.
1: Yeah. Oh, I definitely didn't know I could access that.
0: (laughs) But it is true. I've been miserable. So if I can do it, anybody can do it. I love that. Okay. Susie, thank you for being on the show. If you guys are listening and If any of those affirmations stood out for you, like please tag us on Instagram or both on Insta and share with us what stood out for you. Susie, if people are listening to this and they're like, I want to do the Airbnb thing. I want to learn more from Susie. I want to do her money mindset stuff. I want to go to Greece with her. Tell our listeners how they can find you, my love. Yes. The easiest way to find me is on
1: Instagram. It's at Susie travel and all of my stuff is in my bio, or you could send me a DM and I'll direct you in whatever,
0: whatever direction you want to go. Thank you so much, Susie. Thank you.